Okay, so we're up to Daf Samech Ahmed Bey's three lines from the bottom of the page. The last thing the Gemara said was the Mishnah was describing how if you have different Lashayness, it means different things for, for, for Nadarim. And when it said Hayoim, Hayoim is the end of that halachic day by nightfall. Yoim Echad is 24 hours. So the Gemara said, so Hayoim and Yoim Echad are covered. So the Gemara asked, what about Yoim? What does Yoim mean? So it's not Hayoim and it's not Yoim Echad. What does Yoim mean? So we tried to bring a raya from the Mishnah, but it couldn't. So the Gemara says, well, Toshima, we're going to try to figure out what Yoim is, um, and whether Yoim is like Hayoim, or Yoim is like Yoim Echad, from the following proof. Toshima, Koinam Yayin Shani Toyim Hashana. If you say, I swear I'm not going to drink wine, Hashana. So the halacha is, Hashana, well, we didn't really deal with Hashana yet in the Mishnah. We had Shana Zu and Shana Achas. So you said Hashana. So uh, what's the length of time? So the Gemara says Nisabra Hashana Asiba So if you Pashtus, it means you have to finish that halachic year. So and that includes in Ibriyar, meaning so if let's say the first of Tishrei you say I'm not going to drink wine Hashana, it's not over uh, twelve months later. It's over. The, the following Tishrei, and that includes if it's in Ibriyar, so Nisabra, then you have to do 13 months. Fine. So now the Gemara says, Hey dummy, what's the case? Ilema Kedektani. If you actually just said Hashana, meaning, and the Chiddush of Hashana is that it's that year, so that year includes in Ibriyar, Lamalila Memra. Well, what's the Chiddush of that? Well, I mean, I think we all kind of see what the Chiddush would be is that you get the Iber, but the Gemara just assumes, assumes that that's Pashit. If you, if you said this year, well, that's what this year is. So the Gemara says it must be the case is not where you said Hashana, it's where you said Shana. And you see that Shana is like Hashana. So Yom is like Hayom. That's, that's the Gemara's proof. The Gemara says it can't be the way you actually said it, which is Hashana, because Hashana is pretty Pashit that it's that year. So it must be re- rather Elav Damar Shana. So you said Shana. Ah, and what's the Chiddush? Shana is kehashana dami. Shana is like hashana. If synonyms, so to yoim is like hayoim. So it will be the end of the halachic day. V'yoim nami kayoim. So the Gemara says no. The pretty obvious thing that we all kind of saw look at each other, which is lam damri hashana. Really, it's not talking about a case where you said shana, and we don't know what the halach is when you said shana. And what's the case? It's you said hashana. So you said, well, what's the chiddush? Isn't it pashit that if you said hashana, what's the chiddush? The answer is the chiddush is the ibr part. Meaning, you might think that when you say hashana, you mean the average year. The average year is twelve months. Kamash no, you go by this year, and this year happens to be thirteen months. So you're not allowed to drink wine for thirteen months. Okay. The Gemara says, You might think that when you say Hashanah, you mean the average year, the average year is not a leap year. No. Okay, fine. So, we don't have an answer to the word, to the halachic shayla of Yoyim. Okay. Another shayla. You swear you're not going to drink wine, Yoyvel, to the Yoyvel. The question is, is the Yoival, we had this in the Mishnah, we had Shabbos is included in the nether, because Shabbos is the end of the week. Rosh Chodesh is next nether, because Rosh Chodesh is outside. The question is, what is the Yoival? Right, the Yoival is right there, seven, seven Shemitah cycles, then the, after the year 49 of Shemitah, you have year 50 of Yoival. The question is, is Yoival the end of this cycle, or the first year of the following cycle? That's the Kasha. In other words... It's a similar shayla you could have every single Shemitah cycle, which is, you have Yoival, yeah? you have Shemitah, 
and then you have Yovel. Is Yovel the first year of the following Shemitah cycle? Meaning after Yovel, is it six years then Shemitah? Is it five years then Shemitah? Or is it Yovel then six years in Shemitah? Meaning, is Yovel the first year of the following seven-year cycle? Or is Yovel, no, Yovel is an independent cap-off of the previous one. So in other words, whenever you have Yovel, you have a following Shemitah. How many years in between? Is it six years? Because Yovel doesn't count as part of the list. Or no, Yovel is the first year of the seven-year cycle. So you have Yovel, five years, then Shemitah. That's the sh- same Shaila, in essence. Is Yovel the beginning of the next cycle? Or is it the end of this cap-off? So the Gemara says, well, when it comes to that Shaila of whether Yovel is a part of the seven-year cycle, it's a famous Machleikas Tanoim. So, oh, so that Machleikas Tanoim is going to be totally in the Shiloh. A person says, I swear I won't drink wine during the Yovel. My, what, what, what's the what's the halachic Shiloh? Are you allowed to drink wine during the Yovel year? Is the Yovel the beginning? Do you mean the end of this cycle and Yovel already starts the next cycle? Or, no, Yovel is the end of this cycle, so you'd not be allowed to drink wine during Yovel. That's the question. So, Tashima, it's the same Achleikis, Rav Yudah the Rabbanon. Rav Yudah the Rabbanon argue every single Yoival cycle. Rav Yudah the Rabbanon argue is Yoival. So you have Shemitah and then you have Yoival. Is Yoival the first year of the following Shemitah cycle or is it an independent cap off of the previous one? It's Rav Yudah the Rabbanon. And that Machleikis will be the answer to this Shaila. The Tanya. The pastor says you should make the 50th year holy as Yoivo. That you count the Yoivo as the 50th year, but not the 51st. Meaning, meaning Yoivo is not part of any other count. It's a 50th year, it's not part of the next seven. Meaning, it's not part of the next cycle, it's the end of this cycle. So that would mean Yoivo would be usher to drink wine. Rav Yehuda disagrees, says, no, Yoivo oilamin in Shiva. No, Yoivel is the beginning of the following cycle. So after Yoivel, you count five years, then you have Shemitah, as opposed to counting six years, then you have Shemitah. So Rav Yehuda would say that Yoivel is the beginning of the next cycle, so therefore you would be allowed to drink wine during Yoivel, regarding our discussion. Now before, because we mentioned the Shailah, let's just finish the Braisa, of the Machleikis, is whether Yoivel is the beginning of the next cycle, or it's an independent year. So the Gemara says, Amr the Rav Yehuda, they said to Rav Yehuda, who said that Yoivel is the first year of the Shemitah cycle, here's the problem. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says that for six years you should work, and the seventh year is Shemitah. Now, seven out of eight cycles, that's true. But according to you, every seventh cycle, it's not six years. It's Yoival, five years, and Shemitah. So according to you, this Pasuk's not accurate. Because you said if Yoival is part of the seven-year cycle, that means that it's not always six years of work. There's one time where it's five years of work, because you have Yoival, five years, Shemitah. So Rav Yehuda's response is very simple. Rav Yehuda says, first of all, it's a very simple response. This Pasuk is referring to every other year. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Meaning, you're right. The average, once every 50 years, you're not going to have a six-year cycle of working the land. Okay. Well, it's talking about every other one. And he said, I'll prove it to you. Says Rav Yehuda, According to you, so you're, you want to say that every Pasuk is describing even the Yovel cycle. Let me ask you a question. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, or The Pasuk says there's a promise that Hashem will send enough grain to last three years. 
during Shemitah. Because you have the sixth year, it's got to last for the sixth year, it's got to last for Shemitah, and then it's got to get you to start off the, the eighth year. Right? Now that's not talking about the year of Yoival. Why? Because when there's Yoival, it's got to last four years, because you got to do the sixth year, Shemitah, Yoival, then the next year. So what are you going to say? So what do you have to say? You have to say these psukim are not talking about the cycle including Yoival. It's talking about every other cycle of Shemitah. So to my, so my boss is also talking about, meaning he says, right, the year of Yoival, you have, it has to last you four years because it's got to last you the sixth year, Shemitah, Yoival, and the beginning of the, of the, of the following cycle. So, so uh, well, what's your answer? The answer is, Shani Shvua. So you're going to say that this Pasuk is referring to the other cycles, not the Yoival cycles. So to it is, I really am, I'm right that you're not allowed to work, that Yoival is the first year of the seven-year cycle. I, the Pasuk, has six years. According to you, it's five. Yeah, okay, every other time. It's six. That, that's the answer. It works every other time. Okay. Now, it's interesting. It's not the first of the seven. So then, is it is the last of the previous seven, or is it no? No, it's an independent. It's a separate year of Yovel. And if it's a separate year, then why is it until Yovel? I mean, up until or no? Then, then you would mean up until and including. And including. Because 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 it's not part of the next one, so you assume it's part of. It's it's, it's by the way, it's true. It's not part of the previous one either, but at least it's not part of the next one. It's its own year, so we assume that it would be up to and including. You're right. Even according to that, you could dinzach. But I think the main point is that if you hold it to the next part of the, if it's part of the next one, you definitely don't include it. I think that's the main point. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, two years of shemitah. Two years of shemitah. Yeah, so you two years off. Two years of shemitah. Now. Uh, this point I didn't make clear when we read the Mishnah yesterday because the Gemara really elaborates. We said in the Mishnah that when it comes to Pesach, if you said Ada Pesach, that means up to not an including. Ad Shiehe Pesach, that's up to an including Pesach. Then we said Ad Lifnei HaPesach. What's the halach of Ad Lifnei? Apparently, so let me explain this. Ad Lifnei is a Lashen that's unclear. It could be up to an including Pesach or up to, up to and not including. It's, it's an ambiguous Lashen. Rav Meir says, Rav Meir says, you're allowed to drink wine on Pesach. Rav Yossi disagrees. What's the Machlegas about? The Machlegas is not interpreting the words Ad Lufnei. Ad Lufnei is ambiguous, according to everybody. The Machlegas is this. When a person uses a Lashen, that's ambiguous. Does a person mind, when there's a Suffolk, what do we naturally do in Halacha? Suffolk Lechumra, generally. If it's dealing with Deraisis, it's Lechumra. Everybody knows that. When you use a Lashen that's a Suffolk, do you intend to aser yourself? So, well, that's the machlegas. Rameyer feels that a person will not put himself into a matziv of Suffolk and then aser himself. So if he's using an ambiguous lashon, he means to be mekel. He means the ambiguous can, mean, can go in both directions. He means lenient. Rav Yossi says, no, a person doesn't mind using a lashon and then asering himself due to doubt. So if he's using that lotion, then he's, he's maskim, he's acknowledging that he's putting himself in a matzav of suffix, which is aser. Meaning, Rameir agrees that a person will use a lotion to aser himself. For sure, that's the whole concept of nadarm. But to use a lotion of a suffix and then machmar on himself because suffix do raisa, a person's not going to do that. A person will not put himself in a matzav of suffix. Therefore, this lotion, he obviously, although it's ambiguous, he means lenient. Rav Yossi says no. You go by the, what the guy says. And a guy, if a guy uses a Lashon of Suffolk, well, then he uses a Lashon of Suffolk. And a person doesn't mind putting himself in a Masa of Suffolk, knowing full well Suffolk is the Chumrah. 
That's what it is. So it's like a fundamental Shiloh. When a person uses ambiguous Lashon, do we interpret it positively? Or do we say, no, we're going to go with what you said. You said a suffix. Oh, sir. He definitely used a Lashon that's ambiguous. That's the question. Well, that's the question. Rav Meir says, no, a person would never deliberately be ambiguous, which means we have to interpret it positively. Rav Yossi says, no, a person will deliberately be ambiguous to put himself in a suffix to be machmer. Why? That was his way of just being machmer. He felt that that's easier than just saying, I'm going to be oser. He just said, Look, let me just do this. This will, it'll, it'll, It's ambiguous. It'll be machmer. I'll just be oser. We said before, we said yesterday, we don't care about being machmer if you're making a dark because they should have done it in the first place. Fair enough. That's a good point. 100%. Yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Now, the reason why this is a problem, Rav Meir Nerviosi, is we have the exact same Achleikas Rav Meir Nerviosi, but reverse. The names are opposite, <laughs> meaning it doesn't, it's the opposite names, and meaning Rav Yossi over there is going to be Mekel and Rav Meir over there is going to be Machmer, which is the opposite of our Mishnah. And it's also an ambiguous thing, and it's, it's a similar Shaila, and that is, would a person use a deliberately ambiguous Lashen and then make themselves Machmer due to Suffolk, or do we say, no, people don't like to do that, and if they use this Lashen, they mean interpret it positively. Now, how is it Negea? Ours is Nedarim. It's the gay the following case. Let me say it outside, then we'll see it inside. You have a guy who has two sets of daughters from two different wives. Rif, okay. Um, Leah, Rachel, Bila, Zilpa. Easy. Okay. Rachel and Leah. It's always Rachel Leah. It's just easier. Leah, Rachel. But Rachel and Leah are older. It's the ages. Rachel's the oldest, then Leah, then Bila, then Zilpa. Two different wives and two different women. He said, I'm going to marry off my daughter, the Gedoyla. That could be three women. Because it could be the Gedalah is, is Rachel, the oldest of the oldest. Or it could be it's Leah because she's still older than the other pair. She's still the older set. Or it could be Bilha because she's older than Zilpah. So he used an ambiguous Lashen. The question is, does a person use an ambiguous Lashen on purpose? One opinion will say, no. Which means he actually does not intend to Aser all three out of four. He only intends to Aser Rachel, who's the oldest of the oldest. The other opinion says, no, a person is comfortable using an ambiguous Lashen, even though knowing full well that'll trigger a Chumrah, and three out of four women are Aser. Is it one or three out of four that are Aser? Similar opinions. The problem is the names are reversed. Let's see it inside. Lememra, you see from this sugya, the Rameir holds that a person will never put himself, it, use a Lashen that's ambiguous to make himself Aser Mitzad Safik, meaning and therefore you have to interpret it positively. Rav Yossi Savar, Mayil Inish Nev And Rav Yossi says, no, a person will do it deliberately, knowing full well that it'll trigger a Safik Doraisa. Here's the problem. So Rav Meir is lenient, Rav Yossi is Machmer. Or many have a contradiction. The Mishnah says, this is a sugya in Kedushin. The sugya in Kedushin is, Mishnei You have two sets of daughters from two different wives. You got Rachel Leah, Bila, Zilpa. And Brochel and Leah are older than Bila and Zilpa. And he says, I married off, without her knowledge, my oldest daughter. So, but we don't know. Do you mean Rachel and or uh, do you mean Rachel because she's the oldest? Do you mean Leah because she's still older than the entire other set? Or do you mean Billa because she's the oldest of that set? 
So, Kulin Asuris div Rameir Chutzman Ektanis Shabiktanis. So, Rameir says, all are going to be Asur except for Zilpa because she is the youngest of the youngest. She's definitely not included. So, you see that Rameir is being Machmer by an ambiguous Lashon. Not like our Mishnah. Rav Yossi says, no, Kulin Mutaris Chutzman Agdola Shabiktanis. Rav Yossi says, all are Mutar except for Rachel because she's the oldest of the oldest. So, you see that Rav Yossi, in our Mishnah, is Machmer. Over here, he's Makel. Over here, Rameir is Makel. Over there, Rameir is Machmer. It's the opposite. So, you know what the answer is? Change the names. We messed up. Our Mishnah messed up. The names are reversed. The Gemara says, Switch the names. Vatanya, and we have a Bryce that backs this up with the name switch. It's a Zahaklal. Over here you had a Lashen of Kol This is the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah basically deals like this. You use the Lashen that's ambiguous. So there's basically um, a rule. And that is anything that has a set duration of time and you say the Lashon Ad, and it's a set amount of time, like Hanukkah, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. It's not like, well, it depends this year, how long is it? It could be five days, it could be 20 days. Like, how long, how long is, um, you know, how long is winter? It is technically, a, like, there is a starting point, end point, but how long is it frigidly cold out? Well, I don't know. It's, usually it's February, but could be this year. It's It's changing. Then you have things that are set. Eight days Hanukkah, eight days, you know, uh, uh, eight days Sukkot, and all that stuff. So the halacha is, Kol shezmanei kavua v'omer ad lefnei, Rav Meir amar ad sheyetzei. Rav Meir says, we're going to be machmer the entire one, because Rav Meir is machmer. Rav Yosei amar shekir, he says, no, he's mekel. And that's, again, that's, that's with the switch of the names, so you see that it's backed up the reversing of the names. Okay, now, this next Mishnah is very easy, very quickly. It's um, helps with the yeah. Okay, Mishnah says like this: If a person prohibits wine ad hakotzer, kotzer is when they gr- they reap grain. Ad habotzer, or until the grape harvest, it's the same. It's just kotzer is grain, botzer is grapes. Ad hamosik, it's olive harvest. So the question is: Does he mean until the beginning of the harvest, until the end of the harvest? So in a oser ad it's only us to the beginning. I, by Pesach, we said that there's a difference between Ad or Lifnei or Ad Shiagia, right? There was a difference. The answer is because Pesach is a set amount of time. When things are not set, we assume no matter what your Lushen is, you mean until the beginning. You don't mean until the end. And it makes sense because Pesach, you know how long it's going to be. So if you say Ad, that means until the beginning. Ad Shetehei, that's to the end. But how long the harvest, the harvest can last a week, it can last a month. So the average person doesn't mean to answer something when he doesn't know the length of time that he's answering. So by the harvest, it doesn't matter what your Lashon is. Meaning, and it doesn't matter whether you said Ad or Ad Lefnei or Ad Shiagia. It doesn't make a difference. This is the rule. Any duration that's a set amount of time that we know how long it's going to last. So then it makes a difference. If you say Ad Shiagia, that's until the beginning. If you say Ad that's Ad Shiagia. That includes that amount of time like Pesach. But kol but like a harvest, which there is no set amount of time. It could be a month. It could be a, a last a year. There's no set amount of time. So then, isn't there a sport in what, cricket? Isn't cricket like it could? It, there's no known length of time of how long it could last. Yeah. Okay. So that I think yeah I think I've, whatever during COVID I I research other sports. I had a, I had a couple months of doing nothing. So the, 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 like it, it could last like two days or it could last like a week. The Pasha don't know the length of time, which is fascinating. So then, 
Bein shomer ad shiyehei, but ad shiyegi, and also ad shiyegiya. Then it doesn't matter what your lashon is. We assume you don't intend to ask something when you don't know the duration of said tarn. Now ad hakayitz. Now another example. If someone says until the fig harvest, kayitz is fig harvest. Now kayitz just means harvest, but we assume it means fig harvest. The Gemara is going to talk about this. Then ad shiyehakayitz. Then. Or if he said Adakayitz or Achiehayakayitz, again, because the harvest length, length different, is different each year, then it's Achiehaschilo Om Lahachnis Pekakolis. It's only us until the beginning of the harvest. The beginning of the harvest is when people are now pl- plucking enough. That's the Shiloh also. If you say, right, the harvest has a different amount of time each year. So we say it doesn't matter whether your Lashon is Ad or Achiehay, you only are Aser until the beginning of the harvest. What defines the beginning of the harvest? I'm sure you're going to have days where you'll have every farmer harvesting, clear middle of the harvest. But I'm sure you're going to have days where some people will pluck, some people won't pluck. It's going to be hard to know. So what's the halacha? The beginning of the harvest is when enough people are plucking, um, what is this? This is figs. Enough people are plucking figs that they're filling baskets. Once people are filling baskets, that's the beginning of the harvest. You're going to have days before that where people are plucking a little bit here or there, putting in their pockets. That's not the harvest. The beginning of the harvest is when people fill baskets for figs. But let's say you said, that's it, you said ad or achiehei. Because those are ambiguous and we interpret it to mean the beginning of the harvest. But let's say a person says ad shiyavra hakaitz. A person says, I am not going to drink wine until the harvest is over. Okay, so you say, okay, fine. If you said what you said, then fine. Then it's us until the harvest is over. How do you know when the harvest is over? So that's when the harvesters, they fold, it's either, I saw different Lashinas, uh, either mats or knives. It's different before Shem. Either the mats, because that's when they fold up the mats, they're no longer using the mats to harvest, or their knives, that was the last thing that they would trim off the ending of the fig cakes. So, okay, fine. That, that, that's, but that's the end of the harvest. Now, we said the word kayitz means figs. The Gemara just wants to know, well, how do you know that? Tana. Kalkola sha'amru, when we refer to these baskets, right, the end of the, har- the beginning of the harvest is when people put the items in the basket. So what items? I said figs. He says, kalkola shalta'enim. It's, it's, it's a basket of figs. And it's not talking about grapes. Meaning, the word kayitz does not mean grape harvest. It means fig harvest. So, Gavin, when you were talking to me today, you said something about olives, uh, 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 grapes. I said, my yeah. So, kayitz means figs, not not grapes. Okay. So, Tanya, the truth is, it's a machlekes tanoim of what the word kayitz means. Tanya, the Bray says, If someone says, I won't eat from the fruit of the kayitz, so, you're not allowed to eat figs, but you're allowed to eat grapes, because kayitz means figs. That's our Mishnah. Shimon Gamliel disagrees. He's not, I know him, Grapes are also included in this nether, just like figs. Grapes are also called kayets. Harvesting grapes is also called kayets. Why does the Tanakama say that kayets means figs exclusively? My time at the Tanakama, why does the first opinion say that kayets means exclusively figs? Kayets means hand-picked. That's what the kayets means. It means hand-plucked. So, figs are hand-plucked. You don't hand-pluck grapes. You cut them with a scissor, whatever, with a knife, so that it doesn't damage the vine. You don't pluck them by hand, but figs you pluck by hand. So kayets means figs because kayets means hand-picked. Rosh Hashim disagrees with this. He says, He says, no, once their stems dry out, they're also picked by hand. Meaning, you're right. Fresh grapes are not picked by hand, but raisins are picked by hand. So, okay, so that uh, could be also included in kayets, and because it's ambiguous, he's machmer. All right, we'll stop here. Pick it up tomorrow. Uh.